This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. From London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Standard. It started as a storybook in 1964. Then it was brought to life in the movie by director Mel Stewart in 1971. Before being given a 21st century makeover by Tim Burton in 2005. And now, today in 2023, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or should I say Willy Wonka, is back. You see, I'm something of a magician, inventor, and chocolate maker. So quiet up and listen down. Nope, scratch that, reverse it. Roald Dahl's classic story about a young boy and an eccentric chocolate factory owner is being brought back to our cinema screens, this time thanks to director Paul King and an all-star cast. Based on what the trailers give away, it appears to be more of an origin story about Willy Wonka himself, this time portrayed by Timothy Chalamet, than a Charlie-focused narrative. But what should we expect from yet another adaptation of such a classic and well-loved story? And what does it need to do to win over the hearts of the nation? Joining me now to answer those questions and more is film critic for The Standard, Nick Howells. So, Nick, another Wonka movie. First of all, what was your reaction when you saw that a new version of this classic story was being made? I was happy. I was I was like, fine, OK. I mean, it's, it's a cracking story. It's Roald Dahl. You can't go wrong with Roald Dahl even though they've been trying to make him go wrong by uh, cleaning up the language and everything. But it's, you know, Roald Dahl makes amazing stories. And um, I'm not actually a great lover of kids' films, but somehow the Roald Dahl ones, I, I'm happy going back to again and again. So, um, I, yeah, no, I was happy. I have no problem with them making another Wonka. Go ahead and do it. And it looks like this is a, a new twist on the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory story. First of all, it's called Wonka. And based on the trailer, it looks like a bit of a, a Willy Wonka origin story almost. What are you sort of expecting from this one? Well, I think you're right there. I think um, it appears to go back to his early days, way before the Chocolate Factory, when he's still ambitious and everything like that. And I think the trailer might sort of, it might give away sort of one of the main sort of narrative cruxes, storylines of the film, because he's trying to start his chocolate business, but he seems to have enemies. There's a chocolate cartel. And um, one of the cartel members is like, this guy Wonka, he's he's good, he's too good. So I think there's plenty of setup for a, some kind of comical, amazing battle with the cartel, I think, the chocolate cartel. And I think that will be a lot of it. But there's other elements. There's new characters. He um, seems to have a close friendship with a very young girl. So there's going to be some side stories as well. But I think there's going to be a lot of battling the old chockey cartel action, I think. 
And you mentioned the, the, the chocolate cartel there. And looking at the trailer, it does appear to have quite a strong cast, this movie, including most of the cartel, really. Another sort of standout character for me is Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa. I mean, who stands out for you based on the trailers, really? Well, Hugh Grant, when Hugh Grant is good, Hugh Grant is great. And he's nothing greater than when he's kind of generally surrounded by loads of English people with um, one random American, this American being Timothy Chalamet. But um, the cast, I think, well, we've got Rowan Atkinson, who's a priest. It's not clear whether he's a bad priest or not. He's not a Roald Dahl character. Another Roald Dahl character, non-Roald Dahl character is Olivia Colman as Mrs. Scrubbit, who may well be a disgruntled chocolate factory employee. And we all know what happens when you have disgruntled employees. So, I mean, Olivia Colman's great anyway, so we're not complaining with her. Matt Lucas is one of the cartel people. He's Prodnose. Perfect name for Matt Lucas. You know, I'm not being uh, rude to Matt Lucas, but it suits him. And then Noodle is the young girl played by Carla Calla Lane. And we don't know much about her, but Wonka strikes up a friendship with her, which is obviously going to be, you know, maybe one of the heartwarming kind of elements of the film. And there's one more. Sally Hawkins is Wonka's mother as well so no it's a cracking cast you know classic great british movie cast but with added chalamet which no one's really going to complain with either you know the other piece of the puzzle is of course the director who in this case is paul king what do you think he will bring to the story well i've got two words paddington 2 you made paddington 2 everyone loved it and there's a Oh, is it viral? Is it a meme? I'm not sure what it is. But watch the film The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal in that rhapsodizes for hours in the movie about how Paddington 2 is the best movie of all time. And um, I've heard other people say Paddington 2 is the best movie of all time. I don't quite understand that it's that high up. But Paul King made Paddington 2. It was brilliant. It was engaging, it was fun, it was invented, and everyone loved it. So if he pulls it off again, people are going to engage with this and hopefully love it. Fingers crossed. Let's take a break now. Coming up in part two. I say, please, no. Don't make it a franchise. Do, do, no, 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 no. 
QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. It does seem like it's a bit of a bold challenge to take on a Willy Wonka movie. How do you think this one will compare with the previous films? Because, of course, that's what everyone will do. Tricky, tricky, because the first one, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, was it called Gene Wilder Donkeys Years Ago, is an out-and-out classic that I watched fairly willingly every Christmas through childhood. And then the other big one was... um, Tim Burton's Wonka, which was massively visually eye-popping and inventive, and Tim Burton doesn't really make bad films. So, in a way, Paul King's kind of up against good competition, and there are some things that maybe won't be quite as good. I think that it will stand up, partly because of Paul King, the director, partly because of the cast, and partly just because of the Wonka story. I think... um, It's one of those ones that people don't really find boring. That's it. And I I imagine that's partly down to Willy Wonka himself as a character. And we've, of course, seen two quite different Wonkas in the previous two films you mentioned, obviously Johnny Depp and Gene Wilder. Where do you think Timothy Chalamet's Wonka will lie in that kind of spectrum, I suppose? Well, Gene Wilder was classic old madcap Hollywood you know, lovable, gleeful, larger than life. And then we had Johnny Depp, kooky Johnny Depp, who's, to be honest, Johnny Depp, you know, for me, come across as, you know, maybe just a tiny, slightly bit icky. And I'm sure if I was a young child, I might see Johnny Depp and be sort of 10% disturbed. I don't know. So I think Timothy Chalamet is going to be warmer, more relatable, Everyone loves it in movies. He's He's got that slim, soft, lovable, friendly face. So I think he's going to be a little bit between the two, but definitely kind of warmer and more lovable and relatable. And when it does come to comparing these three movies, Nick, what does this new 2023 version have to do to win the hearts of the nation, really? Well... I think I know what it's going to do. It's going to be visually amazing. It's going to have a great story. But I think the thing it needs to do most, especially in 2023, at the end of 23, I think it has to make people feel good. That's the key to it, is just for people to kind of go, oof, yes, that that was just a nice, lovely... You know, I'm I'm feel warm inside. I've been entertained beautifully. I, I think if, if people come out feeling good, I think the nation will be won over right now. And why do you think, Nick, directors do keep coming back to remake this film specifically? Well, there's Charlie from The Chocolate Factory, who was a young, lovely, everyday boy. But I think the Wonka character is just someone odd and it doesn't have to be the same character. So... People can put their own slant on Wonka and make it new again. And um, chocolate, a factory, magic. There's always a chance to invent new things. In this film, I think there's a chocolate that makes people fly. And I think the possibilities are endless. You know, you, you can 
dream up anything you want, a chocolate that turns you into chicken, whatever you'd like. So I th- I think it's one of those ones that doesn't get boring, you know, unlike, you know, maybe some Marvel films or stuff like that. I think the possibilities are pretty open to making a great story. And I was going to ask about the potential for this to sort of become a bit of a franchise. Obviously, it looks like it's a bit of an origin story. And as you said, if the possibilities are endless, do you think there is a chance it could become a franchise at all? Or will this just be a one-off good film? I say, please, no, don't make it a franchise. Do, do, no, 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 no. Um, that's, that's the death knell for joy. And also, I don't think they could. I think once you start trying to invent stuff that's too new and trying to create a kind of universe out of it and everything like that, and I think that's when you start losing it. So, no, I do not think it will be a franchise. But watch this space. I bet I'm probably wrong. There's more news, interviews and analysis in the Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. Thanks for listening. We're back tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.